the man that these women are trying to attract, they have no clue how to keep him. Forget the rich man. Forget saying, I know how to keep a rich man. Like, do you know how to keep a man? Like, when men say, what do you bring to the table? You bring whatever it... You wouldn't get offended by that question? No. Because you got to bring something to the table. It's like coming to a baby shower or a birthday party or a Thanksgiving dinner and you didn't bring a dish. You have to bring something. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Holiday the Golden Child. I'm a bad bitch, and you know I'm in the building, and I always bring some nice, nice guests. But before we get started, I need you guys to stop what you're doing, subscribe, like, share, and when I'm all said and done, I need you guys to go ahead and comment at the bottom because I know you are going to keep it real with me. And also, let me know what you guys want to hear me talk about. Next so, time. guys, they say blondes have more fun, so I want to introduce my fellow blonde-haired friend, Tinkerbell. Hi, how are you guys? My name is Tinkerbell. Um, a little bit about me. I've been in the nightlife industry for the past nine, eight years. Bartending, doing bottle service, all that. So, as you could presume, I met a wide range of people. Um, within that, I definitely understand how to adapt to certain situations, how to deal with different... So, are you adapting to the man that you like? Meaning, let me just start with, one, what kind of men do you like? I like entrepreneurs. I like businessmen. I like men who have their stuff together. You like a thug? No, when I was unhealed, yeah. But not anymore. Definitely, I want a guy to feel as comfortable as he can be, that he's behind closed doors, of course, or even in public, that he's able to have that softness to him. What's your type? My type would definitely, like I said, an entrepreneur, a businessman, a man who always is doing things. So he doesn't have time to... Physically, to what's your type? Physically... Because you're not going to get to know all that stuff about him. Mm -hmm. you, are, you are attracting because men are physical creatures. So I want to talk... I want to give some game to my ladies about the type of men that they're attracting and how they can go about keeping them. So what type of man, man even if he's not your type, what type of men are you attracting? Let's start there. I want to know what type of men are you attracting? I'm On an average, what kind of man is coming up to you? Uh, definitely men over like six feet, uh, Caribbean, a thousand percent, which that's a whole different story. But um, uh, definitely I'm always attracting entrepreneurs. I'm always attracting men who feel like work and career oriented would always be their first priority, which is what I want in a man. I don't want to be your first or second priority. I want to be your third priority. Your first priority should definitely be your career. Your second priority should be your family if you have kids or your faith within whatever religion you believe in or your path of life. The third priority should be me. I honestly feel like it should be split in three different ways. I think I think you're not telling us. You you dancing around it. What kind of men do you attract? The last three men you've dated, are you are you with any of them? No. Okay. Why didn't it work? So that's what I'm saying. What kind of men do you attract? And what kind of men would you like to attract? Okay. So the kind of men that I attract uh, based on the last three guys I've dated um definitely have mommy issues the reason and they were looking for a mom within me so the reason why it didn't work out was because I stood up from the gaslighting the toxicity and I chose myself 
um, aside from the company that Why I Why do you think you attracted the, that type of guy? Well, they do say, they do say, not saying I agree with it, but they do say that um, what you put out there is what you attract. But personally, I have a great relationship with my family. I just feel that I'm able to adapt and connect with anybody so they feel safe with me. You're able to adapt and connect with the men who have mommy issues. Yeah, in a sense. What, what, it, what part? Because I'm trying to, I want to, because there's a lot of women out there who are attracting men that are not necessarily their type. Right. But there's a certain stigma of a type of man that they consistently keep attracting. Mm -hmm. So out of the last three men, they've all had mommy issues. Yeah, a thousand percent. So if you were to say you had to take a step back and say, not saying anything is wrong with you, right? But what do you think that you're projecting when they first meet you or they interact or you start dating that a man is saying, hey, I'm going to let her let it all out and let let her know that I got mommy issues. I'm I'm codependent on her. Well, because also in the past, I definitely feel like when, not currently, but in the past when I was dating men, I always looked for security. Always. That was the first thing I looked for, for security and for them to take the lead. Now, when you're dealing with a man that takes the lead, they could be submissive with you behind closed doors. And they tell you, like, all their deepest secrets or whatever the case may be. And within that, like, they feel like since they're in a certain stature in your life, if they feel like, oh, I'm taking care of you, oh, I'm doing this, you don't have to worry about nothing, they're open about what's really the issue and what's really the problem. You know, they have a bad relationship with their family or whatever the case may be. And you know what they always say. when you're I, I'm going to call you the babysitter. The babysitter? Yeah, the babysitter. You attract men with mommy issues, which makes you the babysitter. But listen now, they are, so if, a man's come like off, that, if a man's like that yeah. behind closed doors, but to the whole society and to everyone that they know, they're the alpha. They're like, oh, that's big, most big, men. Rah, rah. That's most but men. They're... That's why there's a thing called pillow talking. Men pillow talk. They're going to tell you their deepest, darkest secrets. They're going to tell you their man's business. You better not repeat it nowhere. Facts, you better it. not tell them. When we come around Sean, you better not tell him how I, to- how I told you how he called his wife cheating on him. You better not tell. It's the persona. It's the facade versus who they generally, truly are. They always say when you're dating somebody, when you're dating a man, it's the mask until you break through it. Do you think you coddle men? Coddle? Um, behind closed doors for sure, but not in public. No, I'm talking about personal. Like, not forget what the public sees. Mm-hmm. When you and this man are one on one, because we're gonna get into the type of man you want to attract. Right. So, what do you think differently you will do moving forward when when you're looking for a man or you're trying to attract a man, so you don't attract the man who has mommy issues? Okay, love that question. I feel like that's a perfect question, especially to transition into what we're going to talk about. So I definitely feel like what would be different that I would do is the first red flag I see, I'm out. Like, I'm out. For me, when I really like a person or I appreciate them or even love them, like, I, like, kind of, like, surpass these things. Like, I don't... I don't, I I feel like, oh, I shouldn't judge somebody by their weakest moments. But when it's like a lot of moments, I feel like I have like all this history with them. I do have their time with them. I kind of forget. You feel obligated. And so you and a lot of other women suffer from that. Yeah. They suffer from thinking that they are now assumed the responsibility to fix this person. Right. And they're people pleaser. And they want to be in a relationship, not saying you're desperate or saying you're desperate, but want to be loved and in a relationship so bad that they're willing to overlook flaws and red flags Mm -hmm. just so they can say, I'm in a relationship. Right. No matter how toxic it may be, 
no matter how, you understand what I'm saying? Even if it doesn't bring the best out of you. So you're saying the next man that you get with, you're not going to ignore these red flags. No, not at all. Do you think there's something that you have started practicing already or you're already in a space where you're like, okay, do you, would you notice the man that is trying to approach you in the last, in the last seven days, has any man tried to holler at you? No, of course. Yes? These are, yes. So do you think they were sexually attracted to you or romantically attracted to you? Okay, well, that's a very, very interesting question as well because when you first see somebody and you don't have the time to get to know them or like it's something superficial, like I was saying before, I do bottle service, I'm a bartender, upper chalant and nightlife as well. When, they, when someone sees you at your place of work, especially if it's like that, can you really have a, ser- a serious conversation, an intellectual conversation? Can you really find out about who they are with loud music playing in the background, everyone's drinking alcohol? Of course not. That'd be childish and completely stupid to think that. So that that leads me into saying, like, you're in the club and you're like, okay, well, can you? how can you really get to know someone over the loud music, right? But I think you can feel somebody's intentions even in the club. Mm-hmm. So is your first initial saying when they ask for your phone number, are you trying to get to know them in that five seconds and ask certain questions? Or are you saying, yeah, here's my number and kind of rush it along? Well, when a man takes interest in me like that and I feel like there's some type of connection or I could feel their energy, I'm very in tune with my energy, especially now after those relationships, um, manifestation and practicing these beautiful affirmations as well. Um, if I feel like they're interesting, especially enough to get my number, I'll give it to them. And the only thing that they could do after that is prove if I was right or wrong. But if they prove I was wrong, they will just never get a message from me again. Do you think you know how to keep a man? Of course I know how to keep a man. I feel like me personally, I provide a different type of energy. Like I was saying before, like I'm able to connect with anyone and everyone. Not to bring astrologies into it, but to bring astrology into it. I'm a Gemini. So I'm very, very adaptable. I can relate to everybody, even if we didn't. Even if I didn't go through the same experiences, I'm the type of person, like like I said, we all live in our own distorted version of reality. That's without a doubt. You could have someone walk into your life right now that violates you and your own meanings because you're like your ego or whatever. But in their mind, it's like, what do you mean? So the men you've attracted in your past, you didn't want to keep them. Because we're talking about women attracting men that they can't keep. But in your case, you're attracting men you don't want to keep. No, without a doubt. I Any relationship I've been in, it was me breaking up with them. It was never them breaking up with me. It was just always like, can so do So your it. next relationship, mm-hmm. how are you going about keeping this man? How are you going about attracting the man that you want? The man that you like, this businessman, this man that's all about you. What are you looking for in the first five seconds when this man approaches you? Definitely his, his demeanor, the way he speaks. Is he confident? Does he actually have a purpose and has he found it? Me personally, I'm a, I'm attracting these men because I'm also doing the same thing. I'm a businesswoman. Uh, I put my career in front of everything instead of in the past. What I did was, and I'm not ashamed to say this, what I did in the past was I would date a guy and make him my first priority. And how do you learn about from mistakes? You have to deal with them. But it's your choice if you're going to wake up or keep pressing snooze. So I didn't think that that was a bad thing, especially being a Latina female. You could ask anyone who's Latin. Like, we are grown up in this kind of, like, environment where you serve your man. And, like, your whole life is your man. And, you know, like, everything that you do for a man, not only is it going to get attention from your man, but, like, your man is always right. 
Did I believe in the past that that was my way of life? That was my passage, of course, because it's all I was surrounded by. You know what I mean? But it, it took me to like take a step back, really unlearn a lot of things and really have conversations with myself. So you, do you think you're submissive? Mm, I feel like I don't because from your conversation of saying, OK, well, I'm no longer going to put him first. I'm going to put myself first. And I think I don't want to miss. I want to confuse our women to understanding like what we're talking about. Right. Like they're attracting a certain man and they want to keep a certain man, but you have to be submissive and your man cannot come second to your business. He cannot come second to the things. And I'm not talking about a boyfriend. No. Well, I don't agree with that because in all honesty, I feel like every man is different. Every single man is different. Some guys like it when you take the lead. Not saying you're going to be 24-7 dominant. Like, it's not like a kink or whatever, a dominatrix or anything. You're but taking the lead in your own life. There's no man out there that wants you to take lead in his life or in the household. There's no real man that you're trying to keep that's going to... Well, that's your definition of a real man. I feel like you can't put men in a box. That's you just can. ridiculous. That's like someone saying, like, oh, you could put women in a box. Women do this, women do that. But there's, you so, can. Many, there's so many different personalities. There is such so thing as a man's role in a woman's role well that's if you have gender roles in it no like, and I don't mean and I don't mean the gender roles of oh women are supposed to wash dishes I don't mean something so simple minded as that no, of course what I mean is yeah. your the man's job is to provide and lead in the household and like I told Alan earlier your job as this woman is to be executive producer clearly the movie can't happen without the executive producer right? or the director or the crew or the actors or the actresses or the camera guy. Everybody has an important role. Mm -hmm. But understanding that Spike Lee is Spike Lee. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And I need you to come in and be my Angela Bassett in whatever movie that we're going to be in. She's She holds a, a very important role. It's not diminished, but she has to know her role. With that same analogy, I could definitely argue with that in the sense of, like, let's talk about Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick is iconic. He made the most amazing movies ever. But with him and his wife and the dynamic that they always showed was that he was the more submissive one. He was the artistic, the eye of direction. He made these blockbuster movies. But his wife definitely took the lead. Did he make more money? Did she make more money then? No. She took the lead because she understood the business aspect of how things were supposed to work, which plays into being still executive producer. There's a lot of men that honestly love alpha females. Alpha females are a thing, and I, I would be. It only goes, but so far, most of them are single. Mm, I just feel like they're definitely in a relationship with someone else, like someone in a man that you wouldn't date. And I feel like the issue is, is that you're not seeing men that you would have in your life outside of it, like as a whole. Because like the only men that you see is, of course, the one you want to attract. You want to attract an alpha an male. An alpha male. Yeah. And you want to attract who you see fit. But then like if we're going to another version of another girl's reality, all she attracts is submissive men because she's an weak. alpha female. It's submissive or weak. Because there's a difference. Mm. Simp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, for sure, simping. Like, and so women, I think, I think, I think the, the man you're, women want to attract a man that's going to say, be a yes man. Mm -hmm. That's not going to be conducive in the long run. It's not going to be conducive. Because now you, where's the man parts coming in? Right. Where's the balls? And I personally agree with you. Like, I feel like I could never date a guy who doesn't take the lead, who doesn't put me on to game, who doesn't take care of me spiritually, physically, um, emotionally for sure, and financially. I think women mistaken a man caring about you, mm -hmm. caring about your feelings, caring about um, the moves he makes and how they affect you, because that's what a, a real partner does, Yeah, right? 
don't mistaken that for a weak ass nigga. No, a thousand percent. <laughs> don't mistaken because he's gonna walk, do your laundry or he's gonna clean up after you or he's gonna he's gonna be at your beck and call because he loves you so and gotta, he has he has available time to love you. Like a lot of men date women and they are mostly not available. Right. So you're attracting un emotionally unavailable men who yeah they like you yeah they're a good time yeah they may have some potential in the future to be a husband but you can't keep him because you don't know how to make him emotionally available because you are still allowing him to be this so-called submissive submissive and man i don't even think go together i think i think a man catering the word should be cater to his woman like Beyonce says, let me cater to you. But a man being submissive, I don't think a man can be submissive. Okay, a thousand percent. And I, like I said, I agree with you. But I can't say I can't speak for all women. I agree with you a thousand percent. I would never be able... I'm very eccentric and I'm very fluid. And, you know, I describe my sexuality as pan pansexual. Like, you know what I mean? I don't care about your gender. I really just care about your mind and what you're doing. But me personally, like my icing, my cherry on the top would definitely be an alpha male. For sure. Like guide me, understand me. But within that same conversation, since we're we're going like back and forth, why do you think a man is intimidated by a girl who's alpha? I love that you say that. Men cannot be intimidated by women. They can only be intimidated by other men. So I think, think they inferior. Is masculine. A, man, a, a man that is intimidated by a woman, he's inferior. Mm, okay. So you don't. So I feel like there's nothing. There's no reason for you to be that way towards a woman. We don't even have the same parts. Right, a thousand percent. But I feel like, okay, so you're you're a businesswoman, right? You yeah. got a lot of stuff going on for you. You have your own agency. You're doing a lot of these things that are inspiring. What if if you meet a guy, right, and he does all these things right in your book, but he feels, like, jealous or intimidated of the fact that your job comes first and that you won't give him enough attention that he wants. Let's say he wants, like, every second of the day or, like, wants you to check in and do all this stuff, but you're so busy. You can't have, like, a full conversation texting him or you can't see him every day. Why do you feel like a man would be intimidated by that? One, um, any man that I'm inviting into my world... Right would be definitely understanding of my work schedule. Okay. Two, you make time for what you want. So no matter how busy of the busiest, Nicki Minaj found time to lay on her back and have a baby. <laughs> no, a thousand percent, and I agree. She She's found like time model. to fall in love. She found time to get married. She finds time to make home-cooked meals for her husband. Yeah, of course, I agree. So it's BS. You make time, you make excuses as well. At the end of the day... Any no man wants you self-consumed with him. No real, like I'm talking about real men. Right. I'm not talking about toxic men. I, I'm not talking about mommy issue men. I'm not talking about toxic men. I'm not talking about for somebody that's that's looking for somebody to babysit them, their right. feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about a man who's who wants to be in a relationship with a, a woman who is a team player who's gonna help him grow in areas that she see fit. Like when men say, "What do you bring to the table?" You bring whatever it... You wouldn't get offended by that question? No. Because you got to bring something to the table. Right. It's like coming to a fucking baby shower or a birthday party or a Thanksgiving dinner and you didn't bring a dish. Mm, or you have to bring something. Now, it depends on what that particular engagement... Okay, let's say you bring something to the it table. It depends whatever... It depends what that engagement and that occasion calls for. Right. So when people say, what do you bring to the table? Whatever that table needs. Right. 
So if I'm sitting at a table that has four legs, but one leg, leg is a little shaky, what I'm going to go do, I'm either going to go get Gorilla Glue and try to fix it so it's not shaky anymore, or I'm just going to go buy a whole new table. But see, when bit women go buy a whole new table, that's the table we're going to eat on forever. Right. We have made a lifetime investment when we bring something to the table. Men... Unfortunately, they have a different makeup than us. So when they bring things to the table, they can care less if it's for long term or not. So let's say you find because the they feel man, like right? they can buy seven tables. Okay, let's say you find the perfect man, right? And he's everything you want. He bodies this whole entire spirit. Um, and in the midst of nowhere, he's just like, "This is not enough for me," or like, "You are whatever you're bringing to the table is not enough for me. I want you to equal me." But he's the perfect, perfect man that you want. But in a way, something that's being kind of like forced and kind of like up for debate is the fact that you are not what he wants you to bring to the table. But he's an amazing man. He just doesn't see your efforts as equal as his should be. Then he's not the man for me. Okay. If he doesn't see my highest attributes, he's definitely not the man for me. Because why would you want to be with somebody that doesn't see you in your highest best self? But what if that man, he's, you look now, at if him. He, now I'm, like, co I'm coachable. Okay. So if he is the man of my dreams and the man that I want, this I always tell ladies, be coachable. You're not, you think you're going to get in a relationship with your so-called dream guy and be everything he wants off of rip? No, that's like, that's like absurd to think that it's going to maybe take you a year, two years, three years, four years, maybe six years to learn how to be the perfect woman for this man. It just goes back to the man that these women are trying to attract. They have no clue how to keep him. Forget the rich man. Forget saying, I know how to keep a rich man. Like, do you know how to keep a man? Mm -hmm. Like a real man, a thousand percent. But let alone, let alone, yo, most people, and this is, I'm going to tell you the facts. Most, most women who can't keep um, men in their life, they can't keep friendships either. Yeah. That's they can't keep girlfriends. They general. constantly have arguments with family members and falling outs because why? They, they don't know how to, t they don't understand what it is to put in the work to, or, or, or. And Compromise. people at that time are not telling them about themselves. Like a lot of people like go on with life and they don't know their toxic traits. They don't know about what they're doing is wrong because no one is A man is not going to correct you unless he sees time and worth in you. Yeah. He's not going to correct you. I'm going to tell you I've dated plenty of men that I've done plenty of things that they probably didn't like and they just dumped. I've never been dumped, but the relationship ended. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And then I have previous have recent relationships where I fuck up and he's going to sit me down and tell me everything I did wrong. So what if you get with a guy, like I said, and he's like, whatever, you guys are a thousand percent on each other's like level and like he's elevating you, he's coaching you, he's doing all this stuff, but you're not like the feeling, like the butterflies or you're not sexually really good with him. There's something that's wrong spiritually and physically that's not for you. I want to know about the spiritually and physically part. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it goes back to what is your your type? You have a type, but are you willing to be unhappy with your type? So here you are. You have a man who's pouring into you, yeah. loving on you, mm -hmm. supporting you. But it doesn't sit right with you. Making your dream. What, what part doesn't sit right? No, you need to go do some soul searching. Mm -hmm. It's not him. We play the blame game as women and be like, because he's not he's not 100% my type. So let me pack up and go over here and get 30% over here. Women will take the 30%. You understand? I feel like that goes back to the same thing you were saying that sometimes women feel that a company of a man is more important to themselves. Like quality over quantity. 
You rather take 30% than take from this man who's willing to give you 100%. He's willing to give you 90% People don't understand change or how to be uncomfortable or how to like think outside of what they know. That's why you see a lot of girls who've been with guys for like eight, five, six years violate them, dog them and stuff like that. But it's all they know. Especially- no, fuck that. It's not all they know. They know fucking better. The, the, the doll. But they won't that- do better. They no, won't do better. No, no, they won't do better because it takes too much work. Change. It's it's it's, it's, for a lot it's, of it's them settling in the fact of saying he's the problem. Mm. He's the problem. It's, it can't be me. He's the problem. But are, is he really the problem? Yes. You're allowing yourself for you to be treated this way. No, you're the problem. Yeah. And you it doesn't matter. This. It doesn't matter if you leave him, and you go get with somebody else that you think is better. You're still gonna have the same outcome. Because you haven't done the self-work on yourself. See, a part of keeping a man is doing self-work on yourself. A thousand percent. So the girl I was when I was dating Tommy, and Tommy would, if Tommy could sit here, he's, I'm making up a name, and he could sit here today and tell you why we broke up. It would probably be because I was a nag. It probably would be because I was on his back 24-7. It probably would be because I wasn't understanding. Um, I always thought I was right. Um, I wasn't coachable. Um, I wasn't willing to open up my mind and be optimistic to different ways to be in a relationship because I'm allowing everything else around me to blur my vision uh, instead of focusing on what is the best for me. Can a female really know who she is if she's never not been in a relationship? Because what I find... Absolutely. What I find very, very common within females that are always in relationships is that they're a morphism until what their man was and who they are. Because if you have no silence, if you have no alone time, if you don't have, like, a break, how do you know who you generally are? All you know is your surroundings and your environment. You take the best pieces or what you see fit in the man and you continue on in life. I always said this. If you can't have alone time, if you can't be alone and really be so comfortable in your stillness and be quiet within yourself... Who are you? But I'm Who talking. I'm talking from a relationship woman. There is no alone time. Mm, I disagree. There's no listen when you. I I'm love not my solitude. Ta- I'm I'm in position and gearing up for this. Do right? it, God. And the only alone time is is when you go to the gym, mm. when you take a vacation with your girls. Codependency. It's no. It's you. You. Yo, this is why they, y'all are single. Because you don't understand. Once you're in a relationship, you are no longer independent. Well, why, would I, no independent why would I want to be in a relationship with you're, somebody when I don't know myself? No, you shouldn't be. Because that's toxic. You, you said something about why would you want to be in a relationship with someone when you, when you don't know how to be by yourself, right? Yeah, because you said that you, there's never no such thing as alone time. But, how can you figure out what your thoughts and what's going on if you're not comfortable with your solitude? You shouldn't all be in a problems, relationship. All problems are inter interpersonal relationship problems. You shouldn't be in a relationship. You shouldn't date. You shouldn't be seeking anything from anyone until you have found yourself. But how are you going to find yourself if you have no me time or no alone time? What do you mean? You got alone, a lot of alone time. You're freaking single. But that, no, me personally, I know who I am. I'm I know about you. I'm talking about a single woman. You have more than enough time to go find yourself. Okay, but what about women that are always in relationships? That is a choice. Mm-hmm. That is a choice. Mm-hmm. You have plenty of time to be by yourself. But what I am talking about is when you do decide to get in that healthy relationship, I want you to understand. I want you ladies to understand there is no more independent. So what it- you have, you have, you have, you have, indep- you have, what's the word I want to use? 
you still keep your independency. Right. Meaning in the sense of you do your girl trips, your man doesn't have to come everywhere you go. That is the only independency that you should be thinking of, that your man doesn't have to go everywhere you go. So and if that you... is your and that is your alone time. Your autonomy. Other than that, when you ask the married man, what alone time do you need from okay, me? Okay, married is different from being in a relationship with somebody. Those are two different lies. Definitely for but, sure. But I'm, so but, if you but I'm feel just... like if you're in a relationship with somebody, let's just say hypothetically, I don't know if this ever happened to you, but hypothetically, you're in a relationship with somebody for years, whatever time you see fit, maybe three, maybe five, maybe even six, right? And let's just say it was amazing until the end. As you know, there's no such thing as happy endings unless... It's not an ending. So let's just say it didn't end well. You wouldn't think that you need like a couple months, if not a year, to process those feelings. Maybe, maybe not. Mm. Maybe, maybe. I feel like that's a definite one than me. All of this, I need to heal from the relationship, right? It's BS, right? How, how, how about, how from, about, how are you maybe do I don't need it. If you're not healing. Maybe I don't need to heal. Maybe me being in that four year relationship with that guy was so traumatizing that when it ended, that was my breath of fresh and fresh air. That was my moment of realization. That was my moment of truth of saying, yo, I'm never going to play myself like that ever again. Right. So if I walk into something, into love by on Friday, let's just say we are finally wrapped and done by Monday. I'm not talking about he's still lingering, y'all still humping, he still has an insert. Well, one insertion could say, in like, like, let me finish what I'm saying. What I'm talking about is, the, is y'all are completely done, right? And now let's just say you say, you know what, I need some time by myself. I'm going to take a trip to Bali. Okay. And you run into this man into the airport, and you're so shut off. Because of this last relationship, right? right? That you missed your blessing. Of this man who's ready to take on whatever baggage you coming with and say, listen, I just got over some fucked up shit with it. Let's talk about it. You find out that you guys have so much in common about your past toxic relationships that you guys are ready to love on each other properly. You missed that. Okay, because well, let's let me talking like straight out of ego and just like reality. I just feel like... That, your attachment style would be avoidant dismissant. You're finding a comfort zone with an escapism. So it's just like, you could meet that guy for sure. You could meet that guy Friday, Thursday, or even the next day. But you need time for you to be by yourself. You could be his friend. And, you know, I, I'm a sh firm believer. What you need time to do? The, I feel I'm a firm believer that the best relationships start with you being friends with somebody. Yeah, you we getting to know somebody. And if you don't do that... That's just your safe. I feel like that friendship is BS. Yo, I met you. Let's try to be friends. We're already not friends because you like me sexually. We're already not friends. I don't fuck my friends. Okay. My my guy friends that I'd be like, this is my friend. So we, if you don't know him, how are you gonna really connect with him? Because he's hot. Because what? What do you What do you mean? How you really this? connect with him? Like I would never. Me personally, I couldn't connect with a guy if I don't connect with him. If he's not stimulating me mentally, because no, besides no, that, that's just common, a sexual your, energy exchange. Your commentary was: you guys have to be friends first. I personally feel but like that's that, the best but relationship. But that's BS. You 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 can't be friends. You'll never be friends. So how would you get to know somebody? You can get to know them, but just operate from a standpoint of knowing that's not your friend. He so is, if he's not he, your boyfriend, what is he? He's your boyfriend. He is potentially trying to be your man, your companion, your soulmate. He's not your friend. The difference between is me and you are friends. We, we hang out. We do friendship. We're not fucking. We have no sexual connection. We're not trying to hump on each other. I'm not trying to insert myself into your life. Into your, I'm your friend. But there's a lot of relationships that start as friendship. There's a thousand percent. It's just me personally, like I said, he was I, never your friend. Yo, this is this is delusional to think that 
So if he I'm was not, never your friend, and he you was never your friend. He was waiting for his moment. He? he was waiting for his turn. Okay, a thousand percent for sure. But that takes time. It's not like you're gonna meet a guy and you're like he could be a prospect in your mind. But what are you doing to that? Like you're not gonna sleep with him on the first date. Maybe. So how would you get to know him? What how do you mean? You how do you get to know? It's just like you going on a job interview, right? Let's just use the job interview as an example. They don't know you. They don't know if you're really going to come in here and do what you say you're going to do. They don't know. I don't care what that resume says. This is why the average person can get a job and only have to be able to perform 60% of the work because they're going to teach you the rest. Right. It's no different when you meet someone. It's the same thing. I don't know who. You can show me that you're this person and so consumed in me for a whole entire year. Right. That doesn't mean that you have my best interest because you sold me. It doesn't mean that this car is going to be the most reliable car because it, I mean, it's I worked for me like the last six if, months. If you meet a guy and you're sexually attracted to him that on a superficial level or like you're you're liking the game that he spits, whatever, but anybody could fucking do that. Anyone could be an actor. Anyone could literally see what you want, embody it, and throw it back to you because that's how they know they're going right, to Right, because it's what you attract. Wait, let me finish. But, but that does not mean that you're going to start a relationship with that person. Like, let's say you you have sex and you have great energy and great chemistry with somebody, right? He's no longer my friend. Okay, he's no longer your friend. That's perfect. That's cool. But, like I was saying before, you break the facade, you break the mask, and then two months in, you find out he was not this person he was pretending to be. How many times have you given your pussy and had meaningless sex with someone that didn't deserve it? No, it's not about having meaningless sex. It's like, if you both agree to go to that level... Then that's you. You guys are adults. I don't believe in the word whore or like how many bodies you have. You're a fucking adult. You no, should I never mean, I'm just saying. Me mean, how many times have you had meaningless sex? I mean, when I was younger, a couple of times, drunk nights. Why not? Sure. Was it amazing? Fuck yeah. But was it meaningless? Yeah. You could have amazing sex with somebody, but they don't stimulate you mentally. And if you're the type of girl that doesn't give a fuck about that, you know, he's just he meets your standards or whatever. But like he doesn't stimulate you, and it's like a fucking glass coke bottle that's flat. Who wins? Who wins? Not you. No, but the reason you had sex with him because he stimulated for me. I don't care. He could have. How can one stimulate you so much it's on the first easy. date? It's easy. It's easy. He might have been talking about what you wanted to hear that night. So you never had sex with somebody on the first date and then like you're like, oh yeah, that's not for me. Yeah, I've had a lot of meaningless sex in my life. But I also would not negate the men I've met and we have a ten year friend we have a ten year long relationship now from that one conversation sitting in the airport. Right. That you'd be like, damn, I didn't think this was good grow for this, but I'm glad that I watered it and nurtured it to become what it is now. And yeah, the mind I frame like and the mind frame, I hate to put the sex on it. So what how do you get to know a guy you had sex with him on the first night? How do you not know that we didn't get to need, need to know all that we needed to know about each other on the first night? Use Jeffrey Dahmer as an example. He showed you exactly who he was all within less than twenty four hours and the people still made their decision based off of that thinking because they're delusional they made these these choices in their mind saying he's not this person i'm gonna just act like i don't see he's a little crazy because how can you know about someone who's intimate or who does stuff in the dark in the midst of 24 hours you can't so jeffrey dahmer if you're gonna use this man as an example he he showed himself he embodied everything that you are to like literally get you, you watched sexually. the movie just like i did mm-hmm 
He embodied everything. He thought Girl, he was like, "Let me be. There's you, no, let me, no. Let me. Let me. Let me gaslight you a little bit. You're amazing. I'm just gonna come take pictures. You just come back to my crib. Just do this. Do that. You know what? Because the, they were they weren't looking for love. They weren't looking for nothing. They were looking for exactly what he said he was offering. It's meaningless sex. Well, definitely, there's a lot of people, if not every girl, that goes through that phase of having meaningless sex, and they yeah. eventually find out this is not for me. I'm gonna change my demeanor. Or you have sex anymore. with meaning, and then finally, it doesn't mean shit later. Yeah. Which one you sense. want? <laughs> it, it's not it's just not really up to you it's you really wait the up six to... months get to know him get to know him wait the six months get to know him build this friendship right and then find out he ain't shit and the sex meant nothing to him you was just some pussy that you waited six months to give him i mean i feel like if you're talking to someone with six months especially if like you know they they are they trust you and stuff that you would know from the rip oh this is like i always say this a thousand percent the way a person, whether it be male or female, let's say you guys go out to dinner or whatever, the way the person treats someone who's getting paid to be service of them at the waiter, the bartender, or stuff like this, that's who they truly are. Or like when they make these sneak sneak little remark comments, that's who they truly are. It's not who the fuck they're, they're selling themselves to be. And if you're lucky, if you're lucky, and may the universe bless, if you're lucky, who they're telling you that you are, that's that's the, the person who they are yeah. internally. Cat, but it doesn't. I, I was a stripper for ten years. I can be whoever I want to be for as long as I want to do. I could rock you to sleep all the way to the wedding chapels. Okay, that's great. That's great. But you're saying you're unapologetically who you are a thousand percent. But there's a lot of men that are not. Men will say anything and everything to get some pussy. But the a fact that women percent. know this and still give it up. But that goes re redirect into the same thing that you said. You you could possibly not all the time, but you could possibly give it up on the first date. It doesn't define how sincere or how validated this relationship is or will be. Yeah, because men could switch up the very next day, even females Yo, too. The girl, I'm, I'm again. I possess wifey traits. Mm -hmm. I can fuck him on the first night and be wifey for for six years. But would you want to be wifey to someone that's not truly who they are? Or what do you mean? Who, am I truly who I am? And come on now, like let's just keep it a buck. When I first when are? I when I first meet a guy. Before he wakes up, I don't want him to ever smell my morning breath. I'm not that comfortable yet. I'm not that comfortable yet shit, taking a shit in his bathroom yet. These are just certain things. doesn't mean that I'm not being my true self. It just means that, like anybody else, you want to impress this person. You, you want to impress this person. So am I going to be mad that after a year I find out that he's really not who he was when I first met him, maybe, maybe not, depending on the extent. Because relationship about is, is compromising. Yeah. And marriage is a, isn't about how much you love the person. It's about how much you'll tolerate. And I feel like within any relationship, you're always constantly evolving. You won't be the same person when you met your girlfriend a year ago versus five years down the road. And I get that and I understand that. You definitely but, won't be. But if you forget to date your significant other, if you forget to do the little things that made your significant other Fall in love you, with you. But can That's I tell people resent Think about you. you might. I'm telling you a person in a long-term relationship, you might. You might. This is why we used to talk about checking. The same way you take your car for oil change, check engine light, and all that stuff, you have to do the check engine light on your relationship. And it may not be as often as you would like. That's it may not be... Communication is key. It may not be your partner ever knowing because they're consumed with so many other things because real life happens that... You forget to go on dates and you haven't been on one and two. I'm so, telling you a person in a in a in a in a so, in a relationship. A thousand that, percent. That I, you forget to date sometimes. And this is why it's important to let your person know and articulate to them 
that hey listen I need you to check in on me here and there you need to have you okay. need to teach your partner how to date you so the the longest relationship I've ever been I was engaged in everything was five years now my problem and my issue with that was he did a whole 180 on me so if you're telling me like you're this person you're doing this you're doing that but then you end up doing a whole 180. Like, for example, let's say you love alpha males. Who doesn't? Who? What female doesn't love an alpha male? But what if in a couple years, you find out he's submissive and he has all these female toxicity traits? You, you're not going to leave him? It depends. Again, marriage and you've been engaged, it's not about how much you love this person. It's about how much you can tolerate. Yeah. Because a man's I'll... only going to treat you what you allow. A thousand percent. Absolutely. So, at the at, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, if he shows that in the beginning he was... I'll give you an example, right? Mm-hmm. One of my relationships, I got in a relationship, he was so financially stable, right? And then later on down the line, I find out little bits and pieces that he's not so financially literate and educated as I thought he was. And was that a flaw to me? Absolutely. Yeah, percent, yeah. Did it make me feel like I was kind of bamboozled? Like I'm dating this 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 tycoon type of business savvy man and to find out like, no, you just you just made it, you just got lucky. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, am I leaving him? No. Because it just goes back to when I say I wish the men I dated in the past because they didn't care about me enough. I wasn't their person. So there's no reason for me to coach you if I really don't want you to play on my basketball What if that man never changes? What if that man never changes? I mean, then that's that's the whole, that's the obvious. Like, you know, understand what I'm saying? But some people just need to be coached. Yeah. They need people to take take time on them to coach them, especially if you came this far. See, people think the work is getting the ring. No, the the work is staying, is staying married. Staying afloat. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah, maybe he wasn't this guy when he met you because... Men don't open up and become who we want them to be trustworthy and and um tell you their deepest, darkest secret until he trusts you. Yeah. So it wasn't until that six year or however long you guys were together that he finally got to a space where he's like, okay, now I can really be submissive and let her know I actually like washing dishes. <laughs> you know, I actually like folding her clothes and yeah. I actually like um like her. The lead. Yeah, I actually like that. And if that's not who you are, then you should articulate that to him. And then clearly that's not the man for you. I mean, that's the obvious. But just back to the nature of our subject, which is women are attracting men that they can't keep. What are you doing to keep this man? And women are like, I don't want to keep a man that don't want to be kept. Trust me, honey, you won't be able to keep him unless he wanted to be there anyway. Right. Just like when they talk about men who cheat. Men, it's a choice. Men cheat because they want to. But I personally feel like men shouldn't be kept. I personally, that's my opinion. Oh, honey. Men should not be kept. And so women should? If you you like a man, it's going to be, in a sense, you guys are both trying. You guys are both giving equal amount of energy. And then some days I might only be. 50, dum, dum, dum. No, some days I might only give 30% and some days you may get 70% to the relationship and vice versa. I feel like the energy, the respect, that should all be intact. So if you do something that's disrespectful to me, that's not a hardship. Cheating, doing some dumb shit, that is not a hardship. The up and downs, the roller coasters of a relationship. Hell the fuck no. Hell I, the fuck yes. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you, the first time you fuck up, nah, nah. I, I've dealt with so much. I dealt with so much. So you think, life, you think, and I don't I wish, I wish the I, best on I choose me versus anybody's company. So the first time you fuck up, I'm 26 years old. I don't fucking got time to do that shit. Catch me when I was 20. That's why a lot of older men a lot of men over 35 prey on females that are like 20, 21 because they're easier to manipulate. I'm not easy to be manipulated. So that would never, ever be me. Catch me in my early 20s, 
a thousand percent. But now it's just like I'm so comfortable with me and my stillness that I don't need interpersonal relationships. Imperfection doesn't equate um, you naiveness. So if a man's supposed to be meant to be kept or whatever, if he cheats on you, a woman, I'm supposed, I'm, I'm a kept woman. So why do you not think that the man that's keeping me shouldn't be kept as well? But if he's cheating on you, or if he violates you in some type of way, what if I'm cheating. You think you're supposed to just give up on me and dump me and leave me? I mean, if y'all both on the same type of wave, that's y'all. No, it, what if that's not his wave? What if what if he's the most loyal man in this world, right? Because we always give this dynamic of what if the man is cheating? What if he's doing this? What if the woman's cheating? I would never cheat on somebody I'm in a relationship with. I just break. Girl, up. I can't have this conversation with you. Yeah, no. I, if I feel like I need to cheat on you, I'm breaking the fuck up with Cap. you. Cap. What? I believe in monogamy a thousand percent. I don't believe in any cricks, cracks, put. Po- po- Polygamy at all. Do you know women are the best cheaters? You know we are the best cheaters. We're the best gaslighters, but I don't know about cheating. I I've never. So you're telling me. So you're telling me if you cheated, you want your man to give up on you? No, I'd give up on him. I'd give up on him before I even cheat. I'd be like, hey, I'm having these feelings. Um, gotta go. Yeah, but those. If that conversation goes in a different way, then. But let's just be a little little mature about the situation. Those feelings may not be long term feelings, like. You're 25, right? I'm old, I'm 26. I'm older than you, right? What I'm telling you is that those momentary little feelings and urges that you get doesn't equate for you to wrap up everything you done built over here to go dance dance with the devil for a few seconds. But I feel like if you're in a relationship with somebody that definitely is not the same respect that one would get if you're married or engaged. So I best I I feel like you have to build up to that. Yeah, hardships definitely come because if you're legally married as well, there's it's a whole process. Well, I'm not talking about being like actually married. I'm talking about the process leading up. The process leading up to, to being married is you gotta go. So you many, gotta go through shit. First of all, I'm you, telling you as a woman that's that, that's in process of being married, right? As females, I gotta get shit out my system. As females, we both know that. Let there's me tell like, you, I no, got wait, as females. I got to get shit out my system. Before I marry the man that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, we so much only put the demographic and the dynamic on men cheating. Let's talk about women. When you are with a man, right, how do you know he's the one? How do you know this is your forever guy? Unless you, you ne- I'm not saying you got to go out there and fuck a million men. Right. No, but there may be that urge of that man that sparkles and tinkles and winks in your eye and be like, damn, he got me a little hot today. I'm going to go on a date with him just to explore it. I'm not married yet. I haven't settled in yet. Let me just go see. And you know what happens? I'm just talking from a one. I'm going to give, because I'm going to give it to them real. You understand? I'm going to go on a date with this guy to, rem- to not saying I needed the remindance, but I went on a date with this guy and all it did was remind me that I don't want to leave where I'm at. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got to retract that real quick. Listen, I would never, ever, it means me personally, everyone, like I said, lives in their distorted version of reality. I would never, ever in my life go on a date with somebody while I'm in a relationship just because I treat people the way I want to be treated. This is my life. If I feel like I need to go on a date, that is fucking crazy. That is literally crazy. I would never, and because I, I wouldn't expect my man to do that. And if my man does that, that's not my man. That's the community's man. I, I would never, never, ever, ever... Because that's just not me. I think you need to sow your royal oats. I think, I think, and it's either whether you're going to sow your royal oats single 
or you're going to get on the same page with somebody you're in a relationship with. Hold on, a- let me finish. You get on the same page with a person you're in a relationship. Meaning, no, I don't. Do you think a man wants to hear about his woman cheating and going on a date with another guy? No. But at the end of the day, in the long run, when I'm when I'm faithful in that marriage, and he's wondering, like, damn, baby, you coming home so so engaged in our relationship, so in tune, so like you don't care about these other guys. And I'm like, I've been there, done that. Right. A lot of women not going to be able to say that. They're not going to be able to go explore, go live, go suck that dick, go do whatever it is that you want to go do. Because, baby girl, once you slap that ring on, now you're responsible. Not saying you're not responsible for this person's feelings leading up to it, but there's a whole lot more at stake. And I'd rather go make sure that these other men that are flirting that are offering, that are whatever, that I got it all out my system. Right. Because you're going to be the girl, not saying you, but you're going to be the girl in this marriage thinking I've married my long love. Love, it's so beautiful. Wedding, so beautiful. And then Tommy from the past, your long love that, that had your heart, that was your, that, that was your high school sweetheart that didn't treat you right and moved on with Becky from the cheerleading team, doubles back. Right. And now you're sitting there married to um, Kevin saying, and he's like, I know you're probably married. I know you're probably in love. We had something special. I know I fucked up. I just want to see real quick. Yeah, the devil Are you there. sitting here saying no? Right? Most girls are going to say, yeah, I'm saying no. It's bullshit. Once you start texting back and forth, you don't open fucking Pandora's box. And for men, they don't see it as she just texting me. They see it as, oh, she's, I'm fucking her again. Yeah, I'm fucking, I, I bent her over and I'm hitting it from the back all over again. Because she's texting like me and while she's married. There's two different wa- ways to cheat on somebody. It's emotionally and physically. I will always, always, always feel like emotionally is the much harder, harder hit. To me personally, if you're connecting with somebody emotionally, you're stimulating. Like maybe because I'm a pansexual, I just feel like that would always hurt more than you fucking a girl. Than you eating a bitch out, than you doing that because... Like, I, whatever, like, there's pussy everywhere, there's dick everywhere, okay, thousand percent. Either way, I'm never going to talk to you again. keep a man. I, either way, I'm not going to talk to you. But at the same given time, do you, me personally, I don't feel like me being disrespected in my values and what I perceive a man should be is worth his company. Like, if you... No, no, that's... I, if you I, are horrible to me, and you, or not horrible, but, like, if you cheat on me, whether it be emotionally or physically, I'm done with you. The first fuck up, I'm done with you. You know why? Because if I let you do that and I feel like your company is worth more than my time you're gonna look at me listen 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 I got older brothers and they all come from different types of ways and different types of life always told me like literally a man will look at you and be like oh she allowed that she allowed that I'm gonna keep pushing I'm gonna keep oh he's gonna learn from his mistakes but I'm not gonna be around to find out that he learns from that mistake definitely gonna break up with him he could come back to me in a couple months you can agree to disagree but I think that that is the ingredients to staying single. Those are the key ingredients to staying single. Because if you if you think his company, yeah, if you sure. think that your man is not gonna fuck up ever, whether it be cheating, whether he fucked up a bag, whether he because you get just I'll get just as mad finding up he fucked up some money that's supposed to contribute to our household. The same way I'm gonna be pissed that you cheated with another woman, right? Especially when your shit is combined. Right. So I'm not just packing my shit and leaving. 
But I mean, I feel like it I, sound good. I don't mind. It sound good. I don't mind getting back with someone after their time apart, and that person shows me that they change. But I'm not gonna be with them. I'm not. I'm not a ride or die. I'm not gonna be over here to see you elevate as a person if you're disrespecting. You're my breaking values. up with him, saying this is intolerable. Yeah. To get back with the same person who no, cheated. No, no. If he shows, if he shows me he changed, I'm not saying. How he's does he? How does door. one show you he's not a cheater anymore? And if you're not, if you're not on a day to day with him. I would, you would see it in the demeanor. You would see the difference. You would see it in the way they carry it with their body language. And if you... If every time he open, calls and says, hey, just let you know, uh, this is my weekly check-in, I'm not cheating. <laughs> no, I would need a break from you. I'm not going to talk to you for a couple A break months. for him to go cheat. No, I mean, if we're not together, how can he cheat? Right, it's not cheating. So how is he proving to you that he's no longer a he cheater? He has to go out of his way and show me, of course, but I'm by not doing, saying By doing what? Door. Like, by doing what? What would be under the pretenses of saying, okay, we broke up because you cheated. He has show to beg. Me. Huh? He has to beg to get her back. He has to beg you, but but yeah. okay, beg. What's he doing? Is he speaking to my love languages? There's many different love gifts. Languages. What's your love language? Mine is active service. What are you doing to show me that I should take you back? What is he doing to show you he's faithful? No, to take me back. What What are you showing me that you've changed? That you're not doing this anymore? Right, that he's faithful because under the pretenses that yeah. you broke up with him because he cheated. Right. Are what you a changed man? Are you the how, same? How I want to know, like how you leaving him. Is going to equate to because him being able to don't show understand you or understand the worth of. I'm saying because now if I, if I've already made in my mind, I need you to prove to me that you're not going to do this again. I think I need to be around this person. It takes that time. It takes a, a lot of people to understand what the worth of somebody is by the second that they lose it. You know, if you stay with somebody, they're going to be like, "Oh yeah, this girl, she don't give a fuck." It sounds so metaphorically. It's very, it's very poetic. Yeah, it sounds sweet, but the reality of it. My man that I've been with, that I'm in love with, that that we got so much combined together, I find out he's cheating on me. I'm going to keep it real with you, and I think a lot of women are going to agree. They're not leaving. All right, well, call me Janet Jackson, poetic justice, because I am not. I am so freaking not. Like, I don't care. I would rather you deal with your demons and rather you understand who you are as a man. And if you could come back to me and see what you're worth, this never, 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 never would I tolerate it. But maybe in a different given situation, who knows? I could be a different person. Like I said, you're not going to always be the same person that you were yesterday. But if I see that you're working towards it, I'm not going to be around to help you build and help you grow. When you're disrespecting me, I honestly personally just feel like no one is worth that. You think you think, you think someone cheating on you is being disrespectful? Oh, a thousand percent. Oh, a thousand percent. Um, I disagree. Are you attracting the man that you want? And when you get him, do you know how to keep him? Are you are you staying with the cheater? Are you leaving? Are you letting him get some breathing space to come back and prove to you that he can now behave? Um, y'all know I'm always here to give y'all the real. I'm always here to give y'all the game. And I love that you guys stay tuned. Wait before you go. I need you to subscribe if you aren't already. I need you to like if you haven't already. And I know y'all have so much to talk right now. Put it in the comments. And let me know what y'all want me to talk about in the next episode. I love you guys. I love you for tuning in. Ate at the table. Y'all know where to find me. Holiday the Golden Child. We got Tinkerbell in the building. Hello. And when they say, do blondes have more fun? Hell yeah.